from Hotel Stories. That's really stupid. A good, good evening from Hotel Stories. It's a very haunted Hotel Stories podcast with Tracy and Sam with tales from TripAdvisor. Um, Tracy, this week, we decided to do haunted hotels. And I have to tell you, I thought that I was going to find a bunch of, bunch of people who did like one-off reviews and were like, we left, we saw a ghost, we left. But no, most of the people I found, I don't know what you found, but most of the people I found not only wrote the longest reviews I've ever seen, but they actually rated the hotels very high, like <laughs> after the stuff they they wrote about like how they were assaulted and attacked by ghosts. They're like, well, we give it five stars <laughs> and they were with their kids. I mean, it was, the whole thing was just a mess. And um, I also found that people um, are very engaged about the ghost thing. Some people are like really freaked out by it, but then, but then some people, most of the people I saw that did reviews had multiple reviews on multiple hotels, more so than anyone else I've seen. So I don't know what that means, but so like you had a couple people that reviewed several hotels, ghost store, like they had a ghost visit them at. No, I mean like some like this first one. He's he's he has 115 reviews on TripAdvisor. Like that's a lot. That's like a professional reviewer. Yeah. And I mean, let's just start out with. Should I just start out with him? It's pretty. Okay. Well, let me say this real quick because I'm going to reiterate this. All of this was written in a TripAdvisor review. Just want to put that out there. Right. And none of this was written by us because I don't think that I could have written this stuff. Well, I no, could, but, but I'm I didn't. so glad anyway. that they did. They really gave me life this week. Okay, so go ahead. You're going to start. Where are you? What city are you in? I'm in Seattle, Washington. Oh, good. I'm at the Panama Hotel. And this guy's from Portland, Oregon, and his name is Naff Naffs. N-A-F-S-N-A-F-S. Naff Naffs. Okay. And he says about the Panama I am a younger man in my mid-twenties. Based on other reviews, it seems I may be more flexible than others who have stayed overnight at the Panama. What I like about it is how real and safe the place feels. So I just want you to put that in your pocket real quick, okay? Real and safe. Okay. Each room has a real antique wooden vanity, real wool and down blankets, real mirrors, real windows, real beds, and really great prices considering it's in the middle of downtown. Without the awful pine saw cherry cleaner smells of other hotels. Without gray 90s furniture, without bullshit framed ambient artwork similar to what's found in fast food restaurants. Bathrooms are shared, but I never encountered anyone during my stay. Okay, that's a problem. (laughs) Uh, I stay there every time I visit Seattle, plus the coffee downstairs is really worth it. Word of warning. It's a three-story hotel, and all three floors are haunted by Japanese ghosts. What? I have experienced. Yep, yep. All three Japanese floors haunted ghosts? by ja- Japanese ghosts. Riri, I have experienced their presence firsthand, although the sometimes eccentric staff will deny this at all costs, especially the owner, Jan. Don't even mention it to her. This was confirmed by a staff member who should remain anonymous. <laughs> Not Jan, though. Third floor is the most haunted, and the first floor has little activity. A night during the slow season is best experience. 
sounds of people sprinting by your room's door, door slamming, door shaking, window sounds, what sounds to be like high heels on wood, although the hallways have plush carpet. And if you're lucky, you'll see the 1920s Japanese men and women sometimes speaking to one another and whoever acknowledges you, do not worry. Whomever haunts this place is friendly and appears to enjoy sprinting through the halls in the hours of the middle of the night and overpicking on guests. Most interestingly about the haunting is if you hear the sprinting sound, they stop if you're about to open your bedroom door and check on them. Sometimes they appear in front of your door. It stops right when you grab the doorknob and when you open the door. How do they know? Send your friend or wife off down the hallway bathroom in the middle of the night. Close the doors. The sprinting will continue, <laughs> but only between the bathroom and the bedroom. Amazing. If you ever wonder if Japanese ghosts exist, try the Panama during the slow season. Bring a friend. <laughs> the hallways are super haunted, not the rooms. I love this place. And what do you think he gave this? What do you think he gave? He gave them five stars. I love it. I mean, Jan couldn't be happier. She's like, look, he hates me. That's fine. He gave us five stars. Thumbs up. Yeah. They're like, hey, whatever you do, don't say anything to Jan. But if you go to the door and you jiggle the doorknob and try to peek out there, the Japanese ghosts are going to stop. They're not cool with that. But if you just send your wife down the hallway to the, uh, to the public toilet, they'll probably start up again. Uh. What do you think the odds are that this guy lives in a mental institution and has never been to the Panama Hotel? I don't know. And the trip, it says trip type, traveled as a couple. I bet you did. <laughs> probably, not, probably not much hope for the future of that relationship, but whatever. I'm just, I'm, you know. Every, what if he comes every... up with these things in his mind and he just lives in a mental institution and he goes on TripAdvisor and he... He imagines these places that he visits and these lives that he, I mean, I can see it. What do you think the chances are of him, um, like this, this, this hotel, like maybe they could get this review taken down because he's racially profiling the ghosts. Sounds like it. I mean, is he racially profiling? It sounds like, I mean, if he saw them and they were white, I mean... All, all ghosts are white, Tracy, aren't they? What are Japanese ghosts, like kabuki ghosts? How did he know? I know because he says every time he put his hand on the handle, they disappeared. No, every time he put his hand on the handle, the ghost was like, Banzai! <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know. I think it's, it's too much. But well, uh I am in New Orleans for a little bit. I have a couple of um, people who visited the same hotel. Mm -hmm. mm. And it says, um, the first one is, uh, my significant and other eye. This is at the uh, Place d'Armes. I'm sure I'm butchering that. Um, the week of mm -hmm. July 4th. We were in room 503. I think, I, I think, hard to remember, it was two years ago. So she, somebody asked, um, somebody was staying at the hotel and said, I really feel like I had a supernatural experience. Has anybody stayed at this hotel and had, had a ghost experience? So these are some of the responses. It says, uh, we had not heard any ghost stories about the hotel, so we're not expecting anything out of the ordinary. 
the night of July 3rd, the morning of July 4th, I was in my bed. This is so interesting. She's there with her boyfriend and it's a double bed. They, there's two double bedded rooms. So they're each in their own separate bed. That's weird. It's like Little House on the Prairie. It's just weird. Yeah, Lucy and Desi. When I felt as though someone was getting into bed with me, I thought it was my significant other and didn't think too much much else about it. Felt the bed go down, the covers move, someone close to me, you know, the whole nine yards. In the very next instant, my significant other starts calling my name in a panic. I sat upright in the bed, asked what was going on, and he said, there's someone in here. Every hair on my neck stood up and I sat up and I looked around the room, which was pitch dark. I didn't see anyone in the direct vicinity of my bed, but there was a light glowing from within the closet. I reached over, turned on the light. He calmed down a little and described a similar feeling on his side of the bed. So someone in bed with him, he felt an arm reach. He felt an arm reach from behind and around his chest, moving up towards his neck. Ah! Yeah. Well, I mean, sounds like this could be the biggest bang they've had in a while. With their- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, these two people are living, I mean, somebody who calls someone a significant other, you would think is progressive, but then someone who's sleeping in two double beds is very 50s. Yeah. I mean, if I were her and like, he said, someone's in here. I'd be able to like, thank God, because you're not. <laughs> is he hot? <laughs> is he hot? What if he did say that he's like, hey, someone's in here. And she's like, I hope it's a hot guy. Seriously, I hope he has a cowboy hat on. and uh, will <laughs> Come, to live. <laughs> Come on in, Mr. Poltergeist. She's like, shh, honey, shh. It's coming over here. Stop. You're screaming too loud. Or what if the ghost was in her closet and the ghost was like a gay ghost and the ghost was like, um, really, bitch, with this? Why did you bring this for this trip? It's like going <laughs> through her clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would never have brought flats for a trip to the mountains, just saying. <laughs> she wakes up in the morning and everything's like put together, like all her outfits right. are put together for her. <laughs> Like on the hotel station area, it says suggestion: don't wear yellow. It's no one's color. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I think I just peed my pants. Hopefully. Oh my god. Oh, so <laughs> Good morning. Yellow is no one's color. Throw this away. <laughs> You're definitely a summer, not a winter. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Karen, horizontal stripes make you look like a TV out of tune. Stop. (laughs) Wow. I forgot to tell you that one of the things that I noticed is that not many people, not many of these hoteliers give responses. So I think we should say that. I don't know about you, but like I didn't find any like I did find a few, but like these are hotel, these are companies or hotels that have just decided like, you know what, there's nothing we can do to get away from the ghost stories. Let's go for it. Right. But, <clears throat> yeah. The, I think one or two had a response and it was just um, um, like if they had a great experience or rated it a five, I didn't see a response, yeah. but if they rated it a one, um, like the lady in the last 
in last week's episode, they just said, I'm sorry for the experience you had, or like, I'm sorry that something that like that happened or whatever. They never really addressed it. I mean, what do yeah. you <laughs> Okay. Do you have another one? I do. So this is from JD, the movie guy from Albuquerque. And, um, <laughs> he, he's at the Overton hotel and saloon, Overland hotel and saloon. And he says, um, my brother and I were on a trip from Montana to Las Vegas and Phoenix and decided to stop in Pioche, Nevada to grab some dinner and try our luck at some slots. First of all, this sounds like two guys on the lamb from the law, but whatever. Mm-hmm. After some lengthy conversation with a very pleasant local woman, <laughs> we decided to follow her advice and check prices for the night at the Overland Hotel. We met the night clerk, a Nevada cowgirl, who was more than eager to visit with the two of us, Montana cowboys, about the town of Pioche. It's wild and rugged mining history and things to see and do in the area. She was a clever gal. She suggested that we stay in the hotel that night and seemed adamant about giving us room number 10. When I said that we might look around a little bit more, she quickly honored our military service with a discount for room number 10. When I asked her, why room number 10? What's up with it? She flashed a foreshadowing wicked grin and replied, it's a mini suite with two separate rooms, perfect for two rowdy cowboys like yourself. What? We thought that was a pretty cool compliment and the price seemed good for the extra space. The room was dated, crazy orange shagadelic carpet. and had not been remodeled like the rest of the rooms in the hotel. We really had no complaints. That's it. Not until about 4 a.m. I was staying in the subroom side of number 10. That is without a door. And my brother was in the area with the bathroom and closing door. At 4 a.m., I awoke to see a type of faint shadowy figure in the foyer between our rooms. It moved into and around my room and then went back out. I was a little freaked and startled. I figured it was just my imagination. Nothing to worry about. After all, I was really tired. At 4.30 a.m., the door to my brother's area slammed shut, and a small ruckus started to happen. I was pretty tired and figured he was just moving his bags around looking for something he lost or was just frustrated with my occasional snoring. Moments later, into my room burst my brother, completely freaked out and clearly upset. He said a shadowy being came into his room, slammed the door shut, and then attacked him what? by holding him down on his bed with a pillow to the point that he couldn't even breathe, let alone yell for help. He said he struggled and tried everything he could to break free but couldn't until finally it stopped and was gone. I heard the ruckus and it was real. He was scared to death. My brother went through Navy SEAL training and isn't scared of anything, but this time he was really scared. What? Believe what you, right. Believe what you want to. I don't expect you to believe me or my brother. Room number 10 in the Overland Hotel is absolutely haunted. We've debated about going back with some forensic cameras and EMF meters as we are both photographers. Yes. The staff was courteous and polite. The room was a bargain. We definitely got more than we bargained for. I'd recommend one of the newer themed rooms that are very nice and clean. There is obviously a sinister reason why number 10 has not been remodeled yet. And that's it. And 
he says, there's obviously a very angry poltergeist there who never checked out, but he gave it a good rating. <laughs> he gave it a good rating? He's a, he's afraid. He's scared. Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, like that was a long story, but it started out where they were just some Montana cowboys out on the road going from Vegas to Phoenix. But then their brothers, then there wasn't a door on the room. I don't know. And that like a so ghost, strange. I mean, how does it go? How does a ghost hold a pillow down? I don't know. Maybe I'm just. Do you believe in ghosts? Me? Yeah. I feel like if I say I don't, then one will come to me. <laughs> so, so the answer is <laughs> no. I've never but... been. I've never been. I've never been um, attacked with one holding a pillow over my face. If that's what you mean. Hmm. Mm. I mean, the guy went to Navy SEAL training. That is so crazy. Yeah. I love that they're like, um, <laughs> some Nevada cowgirl gave us the room. Like, what kind of, I don't know. I'm going to have to do some more research on this. It just sounded a little bit like a Mel Brooks movie, the whole thing. Like, hey, howdy, boys. You two Montana cowboys want a ghost room? <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> her sinister looking foreshadowing she's like i got a room for mm -hmm. you won't believe this room this one doesn't have a door on it it's got a very strong muscly ghost she like gives a big whistle wait, wait, and she goes uh-huh <laughs> let's bring your lugs around take him to room number 10 right and the ghost is in the back of the behind the front office and like the it room like getting ready doing push-ups <laughs> check check Got He's a couple of Navy SEALs tonight. Got my work cut out for me. Wait till you see this on the MOD report. <laughs> He's fluffing his pillow. A couple of Montana Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so I'm back at this place to arms. Okay, it says these people stayed um, for five days in this room. And here, I mean, again, they gave it a good review. They did not check out, but this is what happened to them. It says, we barely got any sleep because of the ghost. At night, you could hear something running around the bed on the carpet, which made the lamp on the table rattle. Twice, I heard it's it. It's a rat, Karen. It's yeah. a rat. <laughs> That's a rat. It says, twice, I heard it run into my suitcase and once into the entertainment cabinet. This is the <laughs> ghost. That's a rat. It's a four-legged rodent. What if you just heard, like, like you turn the light on and no one's there, but 10 seconds earlier, you heard someone run into the entertainment cabinet and go, oh, shit. Yeah. They're, like, rolling around, like, oh, my God. Um, or what if, like, when you turn on the light, like, really fast, it's an actual rat in a ghost costume? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because don't ghosts run through things, like, can't they go through the wall, but yet they can they can't go through the entertainment cabinet? Yeah, the ghost is the ghost is kind of trapped in the middle of like being a really shitty ghost, and he's like, "Damn, I need to hide out in this fiberboard cabinet." Crap! I hate the afterlife. <laughs> it says the first <laughs> night you could feel someone literally jumping on the bed, waking my partner completely up. I mean, I have two kids. I want nothing more than sleep. If a ghost was jumping on my bed, I'd be like fine do whatever you need to do i'm going to continue to sleep it says I, I totally agree she got up out of bed and could feel something playing with her hair <laughs> when she turned around <laughs> she saw she saw a shadow person in one corner and another in the opposite corner 
but like up in the corner of the room. She left the room to get something to eat. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm hungry. She's like, I, I need heard- some Funyuns. This paranormal activity is for the birds. <laughs> She's like, stop I'm going to go down the hall and get some bugles. <laughs> stop with the hair. I heard the closed door <laughs> close. And about a minute or two later, felt someone get into bed with me. The sheets moved and the mattress depressed. And they stayed five what? nights. Just a reminder, they stayed five nights. The next three nights, we could hear them running around the yeah. bed, rummage, yeah, rummaging through our bags. And the best way to describe it would be someone whopping the bed with their hand. <laughs> I mean, these and people were so stayed? nonchalant. They stayed? Yeah, she's like, I'm going to just go get some more Funyuns and uh, see if the ghost is ready for a little, you know, <laughs> a little fun later. <laughs> like he oh was God. last night. Well, she did say she could feel the bed shake each time. It yeah, said, it sounds like... Hmm. Yeah, they hit a bunch of stuff. Um, yeah. Anyhow. So was there, uh, was, there a, was, there, um, was there anything from the management? Did they say anything? Like, hey, we got a really horny ghost on the third floor. Uh, sorry no. about it. Glad you stayed. Well, you know what? This was in a separate... like. Um, this particular part, I have other ones that were in the TripAdvisor. This was, you can ask questions of people who stayed at this location and people can respond. So this was somebody who stayed there asked other travelers who had written reviews if they had a similar experience. Wow. Oh, this, this lady says, um, uh, okay, after they hit all that stuff, It says, my partner did experience one of them talking to her one night. She was suddenly woken up by a child saying, hello, in her ear. And another child, uh, another night, a child was humming in her ear. And when that unsuccessfully woke my partner up, they uh, initiated an alarm clock sound or imitated an alarm clock sound. How does she know if she didn't wake up? Yeah. Also, how did they know that it was a child again? Like, let's go back to that four-year-old ghost hovering above that woman's bed. Remember like four weeks ago when she had like 12 people in her room and she's like, a four-year-old ghost came into my room. Yes. Yeah. This is a child too. It says, the second to last night, I was woken up by a feeling of being stared at, which my kids do this sometimes. I will be asleep and they'll come in my room and just be staring at me when I wake up. It is the freakiest feeling. That's moderately terrifying. Yeah, it is. Um, It says, when I opened my eyes, I saw a little girl standing beside the bed. I could see her outline, but not any details. And there were no children in the hotel at the time. Oh, come on. No children in the entire hotel. To try to get some sleep, we bought some marbles for them to play with. And each time we left the room. What? Like, where do you get marbles? You're like down at the hotel gift shop the next day, like, hey, the ghosts that are kids, um, I need some marbles or some, ma- not matches, probably not matches, but some marbles or like paper clips. Do you have anything like a ghost pack? I mean, a ghost pack, a ghost pack. What if like Susie's <laughs> checking about and Susie's like, that'll be 425, please. Are these for your kids? And she's like, oh no, they're for the child ghost that is just jacking around, running into everything upstairs. Yeah. And P.S., why would you buy marbles for anyone? Because that's this one of the single most annoying sounds in the world. It's a bunch of clanking marbles when you're trying to sleep. Get them a stuffed animal or some bubbles. Something very quiet. Yeah. Get them a book. 
about yeah <laughs> getting to heaven. Okay, it says um, it says <laughs> for them to play with each time we left the room or each night the marbles would be moved and spread out. This helped a lot, and we were able to get some sleep. Marbles on the floor that are spread out. It's not a good thing. These people are choices. Have you ever noticed that in most of these reviews, there are people making bad choices like marbles in a dark room? What part of that does not say broken leg? I mean, and, and I love how like how calm they are. They're just like, oh, like they're having dinner and they're like, oh, you know what? We should swing by the gift shop and get some marbles for those ghosts. Because really we have four more nights to stay here. <laughs> we four. have four more nights. And that humming in my ear, like, is anything more annoying than someone going, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, much less a child. Ugh, a dead child, allegedly. A dead child. Just tripping all over the place. The child needs glasses, clearly. Mm. Okay, what do you have? Well, I have a, a hotel that has made a great deal of um, international fame and probably Hollywood fame. Well, not probably, definitely Hollywood fame. And just is famous for being, quote, haunted hotel. It's also really, really lovely and one of my favorite places on earth because I grew up going here. And so I was very interested to see what people said about the hotel. And admittedly, I've never looked at TripAdvisor on this hotel. It's the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado. Yes, yes, yes. And I was hoping you would do it. So, I didn't do anything from the Stanley, so I'm so excited. Well, so, you know, Stanley um, is really the nicest hotel. It's very Victorian, you know. It comes from a different time. And it's built, like, the whole village has built up around it. They have, like, timeshares, condos, stores. Like, it's really up above the city and sort of looks over it kind of like, a, you know, a separate compound from the city. And I'm a big fan. So um, I wanted to see what people said. So <clears throat> for those of you who are listening who don't know about The Shining, um, the movie The Shining, which... Um, who would that I be? I don't know if it's... I don't know, right? Like, if you haven't seen The Shining, you need to see The Shining because um, it is terrifying because it's about ghosts and bizarre little giggling girls at the end of the hallway that are dressed the same. And I just have to say that Shelley Duvall screaming with a knife in her hand, that in itself is terrifying. Even mm -hmm. if it were just like a meme or a gif, like Shelley Duvall with a knife, there's something crazy about her. And Jack Nicholson, just borderline um, crazy looking in the, whole, in the whole movie. Anyway, so I wanted to see what this was about. So Miss Maria Lorraine from the Dominican Republic, who has 209 contributions from TripAdvisor, Whoa. right? She says, The Shining Hotel, A Ghost, and Me. Yes, the dream of visiting the hotel that inspired Stephen King to write The Shining came true. The 1900s historic venue stands out on the magnificent scenario of Estes Park, Colorado. The breakfast is delicious. Though the lunch and dinner have room for improvement, the service friendly, the view of the mountains and the valley are spectacular, especially in the gardens. The rooms are perfect if you love antiques. The back is cozy with the fire. The decoration of the lobby will take you back to 100 years. 
But what is a special treat is the paranormal activity we noticed that the younger staff was easy to scare at night by my husband smoking a cigar on the patio. So they had a previous spooky experience. At the ghost tour, one of our friends took a video of a human-like figure moving in the underground with her cell phone. And one night, a ghost woke me up walking around our bed, pulling the chair from the desk next to it and sitting so soundly that I could not go back to sleep. Thank God we checked out from the hotel the next morning. I highly recommend the Stanley for a ghostly <laughs> summer adventure. She gave it five stars. Nuts. A- ask for a room with a view of the mountains and a ghost for a bonus. So again, these people are not like, I mean, they're not like freaking out. They're not rating the hotel bad. Like, cause there's not a place that you can rate like really poor ghost experience, really hate child ghosts, prefer an adult, you know, uh-uh. like it's just, <laughs> so, and she came all the way from the Dominican Republic to see this. Oh, that is so creepy. Yeah. Oh my God. There's okay. Well, of- I have another one at this, um, this hotel in New Orleans, but I have this real quick one. Um, this guy named Josh was at the Mitzpah Hotel, and he said, uh, <laughs> "The title of his of his review is a ghost touched my butt at the Mitzpah." It says, "No joke, a spiritual entity of some type firmly grabbed my butt on the elevator." Honestly, I'm okay with it. In fact, I highly recommend it. Whoever the ghost is, it sure does know how to handle a handful of man buttocks. What? This is not real. Uh, that's what he wrote on TripAdvisor. One contribution. Hand- this is only contribution. Yeah. The, I mean, I'll tell you what else. There aren't many other contributions from this person to the world. Like, he's not done much in life. Oh, my God. Well, okay, this a is A handful from- of man buttocks? <laughs> handful of man buttocks. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, <clears throat> okay, this review... Um, is of this same hotel, but this is by a lady named Rose. Run, lady. I love that. <clears throat> it says, any, uh, oh, here it is. Okay. This is crazy. I've been able to communicate with spirits all my life, but my experience at the hotel in New Orleans was the first time I was able to validate what I heard and saw. First of all, I'm a well-respected journalist, so my approach to life is to verify the facts. That's why this experience was exceptional. I booked myself into the place to arms for a business trip, not knowing it was one of the most haunted places in the view. I mean, sorry, I'm butchering this view. Kari, Kari, anyhow, um, shortly after checking in on Kari, yeah, view Kari. Shortly after checking in on Thursday, November twentieth, I glimpsed a little girl in my room. The next day, she also briefly appeared. She was about four feet tall and slightly built, being petite for her age, which I sensed was about 12. Yeah, she was your housekeeper, Karen, Maria. (laughs) Oh, that little mouse has grown up so sweet. On Saturday evening- Maria, she's trying to refresh her soap. (laughs) It says, I dined with business associates, then joined them for nightclub hopping. And then parentheses, I don't drink. Shortly before midnight, I left them to return to my hotel to work late into the night, 
to meet my editor's deadline the next morning. I sat typing on my laptop computer at a desk against the wall with a mirror hanging above it. I glanced in the mirror and was startled. I actually gasped by the image of a little girl standing behind me. Because she'd kept appearing in my room, I knew she wanted something from me. What's your story, little girl? I asked. Suddenly I was... <laughs> yeah, this is how you calmly approach... Like me, I would be like... Like there would be a cutout of me running through the wall to get out. <clears throat> but she's all, what's your story, little girl? Um, <clears throat> suddenly I was unable to breathe and smelled burning. Right. She's like, can you say it? In, can you just say it into my microphone? <laughs> it says, I remember she smelled that, burning. What? She, uh, she said she smelled burning tar and it oh, says black, it was black tar heroin that she was smoking. <laughs> she's like, I don't drink, but I do a lot of black tar heroin. <clears throat> I remember right. that smell. It says, from my youth, when my parents often used old tar shingles to start the fire in our coal stove, the young girl faded away. The next morning, I telephoned my neighbor, our high school's head librarian, and asked her to use the internet to invest, <laughs> love she put the internet, to investigate the hotel. Then I went to the front desk and asked the clerk, is this hotel haunted? And she replied, no, it's not haunted. I've worked here since 1985. I've never heard about any ghosts whatsoever. Just then, one of the New Orleans haunted tours stopped across the street, <laughs> and the guide pointed at the <clears throat> placed arms while tourists snapped photos and listened to his story. I chuckled to myself and decided to seek out the maids. <clears throat> Two maids were going about their daily chores when I interrupted them and asked the same question. Is, is this hotel haunted? The younger maid said yes, but I'm not sure who it is, I just know there's a door up on your floor we can't keep closed. The older maid chimed in and said, I can feel it, but I've never seen anything. But there were people here with cameras who said they were filming Ghost a few years ago. Just then an el elderly janitor walked down the hallway towards us. He'd been listening to our conversation while he climbed the back stairs. <clears throat> Those children haunt this place, he said. They play in the hallway and bounce their ball down the steps and they died in that fire years ago when it was an orphanage. That accounted for my inability. What? Mm -hmm. That accounted no. for. My... <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, it's. I mean, this woman's a writer, and it sounds like she's rewriting the poltergeist story. Yes. 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 Uh, that accounted for my inability to breathe and smell the burning tar. The children had perished in that fire. I thanked the maids and janitor for the information. I went off to my business meeting. Meanwhile, my neighbor called to tell me she had found reports on frequent sightings of the ghost of the young girl at the place to arms. That evening, November 23rd, I returned to my room at the hotel. After a, this is, this is where it gets good. After a cleansing ritual bath, I set up my portable altar. I called what? <laughs> I called to the four quarters and cast my sacred circle. I called to the little girl and she appeared. She was so love This is all a trip advisor review, just by the way. She was so this loving. Is baffling. She <laughs> this is this person drew a pentagram in the middle of the room and she's now a witch and there's an apparition of a little girl. Mhm. Mm yeah. You're this there. is happening on TripAdvisor. I just want to put that out there. We have yep. a witch who's a writer. 
who P.S. has a friend that uses the internet, but she definitely has a witch bag and an altar. She doesn't have access to the internet, but gonna, I got my altar with me. <laughs> That's right. Okay, we're here. She was so loving and lost, and I knew she wanted my help. I told her she needed to move on to the other side where her parents were waiting for her. I told her they loved her and wanted her to come home to them. And then she would have a real home instead of the orphanage. What about my brother? She asked. Take him with you, I replied. <laughs> she told me her name was Maribel. Then she hugged me around the waist and disappeared. I did not see her again for the remainder of my stay. But there is an interesting postscript to this story. When I returned to my office the following week, I was logging in my travel expenses when I noticed the notation printed at the bottom of one of my restaurant receipts. Maribel, thank you. My journalistic, journalistic skepticism at once suggested that the name Maribel had embedded, been embedded in my subconscious by this receipt prior to my encounter with a little girl. I checked the date on the receipt and it was November 25th, two days after she told me her name and the last day of my business trip to New Orleans. I believe Maribel and her brother were the two children who accidentally started the fire that claimed their lives and those of many other children and that their guilt was binding them to the site. The what? I, I don't even know what to say. Like, I'm literally stumped. I am literally stumped. So just backing up to, like, this person that's writing this grew up in a house where her parents started a fire with shingles and tar. Like what, <laughs> what's happening? What's happening in this person's life? Like, I think there's some, I think there's some really, really unresolved things happening here. PS. I just have to say it again. You, you broke out your altar and, and four corners of like, I don't know, the devil's work, and you don't have the internet, you've got to call your friend, I'm lost. It, it's a lot to unpack. And, and how do you know, like, how do you know the little girl and her um, didn't show up little ghost brother, how do you know they started the fire? What if she's like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 I didn't start the fire. I just <laughs> burned in it, bitch. the fire. It was always burning. <laughs> oh, oh, you can't. That's crazy. Oh, my God. This is too much. This is too she much. She sounds and like Mary Poppins. she literally wrote that. She's like traveling I mean, with a portable is... altar. <laughs> yeah, like, Here's black a car heroin, a portable altar, zero access to internet. No, I don't need Wi-Fi. I just need a place for my altar. Thank you. Can I get a corner room? I love that the next review was like, we loved it here. Great breakfast. Like, <clears throat> yeah, the eggs smell like tar, but we love the omelet station. <laughs> oh my God. Do so, you have any more from the Stanley? I do. This is from Gary T. He has 79 contributions and he just says not for the meek. Had a wonderful wintry night stay. However, beware of the paranormal activity. Seriously, though, I've never been personally engaged. However, I became a believer in an instant when I personally witnessed my room lamp turn itself off before my eyes when I was standing 15 feet away from it. 
And we're not talking about a burned out filament on the bulb either. I went to the lamp, turned the knob on the socket, and turned the thing back on. Freaky. Excellent whiskey bar, great food, nicely appointed room. <laughs> Would recommend to anyone. We've already rebooked for spring. <laughs> what? And I picked that one because I'm like, the guy's like, he starts out not for the meek, and he talks about the ghost, but he's like, but you know what? We booked it for spring. He's like, great whiskey bar. You're going to love so, that. Here's what the um, the manager wrote back from Jesse F., the manager at the Stone at the Stanley. He says, thanks for the comments. Sounds like you had some fun stories to tell. Always interesting when things you can't explain occur. We look forward to having you back in the future. Happy holidays. What? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I picked that one. I think it's probably because it's the one that had the, the management response. Yeah, I wonder if like the man, if the manager was like, geez, I mean, if we can get away with saying the ghost did it with the lamps with those crappy light bulbs, let's just say it's the ghost. Oh my God. That's a genius marketing strategy. Yeah, it is. It's like if your room floods or if the air conditioner's out or I don't know if there's a rat that runs into an entertainment center, but you think it's a ghost, let's you, let's just let you think it's a ghost. Or you're on a girl's trip and a little bit of your $500 that was in the safe goes missing. Ooh, snap. Too soon. You're like, Too this soon. was a ghost. So I have another one that I have to read because I'm just compelled. Okay. This is from the Brick Hotel in Newtown, Pennsylvania. So I'm glad to know that it's brick. But anyway. So, <laughs> what if it was made of straw? <laughs> Right. This is from the Thatch Roof Cottage, made of straw, by Richard H. And he says, this is a very haunted hotel for certain. I had five encounters with ghosts there, and I didn't believe in them until now. In room 201, a woman was spotted. In room 202, I was awakened by my doorknob jiggling and turning, and the door making a sound as if being pushed against. Then I heard some sobbing. It happened a second time at 4 a.m. without the sobbing. Yeah, it was your wife trying to get in. They don't keep the doors closed there, so no air pressure change was possible between the room and hallway. My room key was under the bed. I always keep keys in my pants pocket in case I have to run for work. One sandal was also missing. I always take off my sandals and drop my shorts on the top of the sandal so I know where everything is. The other sandal was finally found on the other side of the room. <laughs> This morning in room 205, the shower suddenly turned cold. How big is cold. this room that he's like, finally, we found it. It was on the other side of the room. Right. right. <clears throat> I turned around to see that the knob had moved 110 degrees and was a bit upset. E enough not to spend the rest of my stay there. But it's filled with history. And it has not been, had it not been for the strange activity there, I would have loved it. It's old and needs work as all old places. But I have a penchant for history and wanted to remain. This ghost is definitely a prankster, and such things usually get worse with time. The, and then he left a room tip. It says, um, choose a different hotel unless you want the bejesus scared out of you, or stay <laughs> in room 201 or 202 to get haunted and have your shoes moved around. <laughs> <laughs> what? How many stars did he give it? Um, he gave it, like, it's kind of a hodgepodge. It's three total. But 
I'm just, he's like, this guy, what? He, oh, and then at the end, he says, I'm actually a descendant of Nathaniel Green who stayed there. What? Great. Weird. I don't know. But I think that those, some of those old hotels in like New England, they probably are like, you know what? Let's just, let's just let the ghost thing, let's just, let's just keep talking about it because that's why people come here. For sure. I mean, like you never hear of like a Wyndham, like a Wyndham Garden Inn or like a, I don't know, like a Hilton. You never, like mainstream hotels never haunted, right? It's always some old hotel that has a story and, you know, Karen and Rick get a little drunk at the bar and suddenly there's a four-year-old ghost in her ear. Mm-mm. Do you have another one? Uh, yeah, this is called Ghost and Toothbrushes. Um, the man's mm. name is A Big Breakfast. A Big Breakfast? Mm-hmm. That's his screen name. And it says, had I been sodomized by just one of the several ghosts that obviously haunt the walls, oh, no, 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 no. It gets better. It would still not have been the worst part of my stay here. <laughs> okay, so he's progressive. The room lacked a phone, a TV, or peephole. But it did have odor that smelled like a Cambodian bus stop. And not the good kind. <laughs> After one night, I I'm had... Just, a- I'm, I'm, I'm lost about which Cambodian bus stop smells good. But whatever. <laughs> I've never been to Cambodia. I haven't either. But I like how he has to separate the two. He's like, look, not that kind. The other kind. After one right. night, I had a noticeable cough that I attributed to the darkness of the room. The bathroom shower was rusted over and you can literally hear the conversations across the hallways through two closed doors. It says, however, despite the quality of my room, the innkeepers were really unpleasant. They treated myself and my guest like we were members of ISIS with Ebola. I mean, God, this is so colorful. I mean, Ebola, Cambodia. Yeah. Restaurants and hotels are reliant on happy customers and repeat guests. For someone who may be coming back to the area, I will explore other lodging options. Oh, and the cleaning staff took my toothbrush. Like it was gone. Poof. They owe me a toothbrush. That's what that guy's upset about? A toothbrush? I mean, I'm pretty sure. And he gave it two stars, not one, two. But he starts off by talking about being sodomized by a ghost. So there's some things that I probably personally would not put in a TripAdvisor review. And I think the very top of the list, until otherwise noted, is sodomy by a ghost. I'm never <laughs> going to put that in a TripAdvisor review. I'm never going to put that. I don't even think I know people who would do that. And I know some really, I know some weird people, Tracy. I know some you colorful people. But no one has ever before in my life of 47 years on this planet ever said anything about ghost sodomy. I just want to read the first sentence and the last sentence. Had I been sodomized by just one of the several ghosts and then the last sentence, (laughs) the last sentence, you owe me a toothbrush. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, like, what do you, what do you say? Like, what do you say if you're the manager of this hotel and you read this and you're like, okay, everybody, you guys got to, you, we, 
you guys have to read this TripAdvisor review that we just got. <laughs> That's where I'd be like, I'm Our sorry, ghost. we didn't meet your expectations. <laughs> yeah. Cut Like, pay. I can't believe after all these years, our ghosts are up to tricks like sodomy. I mean, geez. <laughs> you owe me a toothbrush. It sounds like this person has some deep-seated family issues he needs to unpack with a therapist and a priest. Mm, this is his only review he's ever written. Yeah. Because you know why? He's in Green Oaks Hospital now. <laughs> with with the guy who saw the the Japanese ghost. Yeah, that guy um racially profiling ghosts in Seattle. Oh my god, so good. Okay, do you have another one? Yeah. <clears throat> so you know how I love it when people misspell things in reviews, like um I love it. And so this is from the Rosen International Inn in Orlando, Florida. First of all, I mean, no shade on Orlando. I guess it's kind of shady, but if I'm a ghost, I'm not going to Orlando. Like, I don't want to go to Orlando in, but if I was a ghost, I'd be like, okay, if you, if I'm going to be a ghost God, then I'm not going to stay in Orlando. I'm at least going to, I don't know, Palm, Palm Beach. Spread your wings in New Orleans. Yeah someplace if i'm gonna steal toothbrushes and sodomize people i'm at least going to san francisco <laughs> i'm taking my four-year-old dead sister with me anyway <clears throat> so this says ghosts in room 1170 with three exclamation points do not stay in room 1170 i booked a room at a great price our keys did not work first time went to desk got keys they worked then they did not work. We had security help us to get in. Once we were in, all these things and stuff started to happen. Knocks on the wall when no one was staying on either side of us, a dark shadow in the corner, some footsteps in a room, a big bang on the day inside. At one point, pillow looked like something was poking at it. A great poking room if you a goth. It says poking ging ging at it. <laughs> A great room if you a ghost hunter. <laughs> a ghost, ghost hunter. G O S T. Damn ghost pokinging at my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love it. I love it. At one point, pillow looked like something was pokinging at it. A great room if you a ghost hunter. Ooh, I seen a ghost. That ghost. <laughs> <laughs> what if they went down the front desk? They're like, uh uh, there was a ghost poking at my pillow. <laughs> right. And the front desk clerk's like, oh, you're in 1170. That's a four year old, four year old ghost. That's right. Yeah. I still want to go back to the beginning of our conversation about how funny it would be if there was like a ghost, like a gay ghost that was pissed off at your fashion choices. <laughs> and like, you heard the hangers in the closet moving around and like you heard like the disappointed sigh of your gay friend like oh, I hate tweed <laughs> what if it was like all your clothes were like thrown out the window or like torn to shreds and then there's just like a written note that says you're welcome right or like it like it went through your minivar and like all the vodka's drank has been drunk and like the, the Snickers has been eaten and like there's a there's kind of a drunken note that says Snickers, yes, bitch. Ooh. <laughs> it's written in blood on the mirror. 
Right. <laughs> instead of red rum, it says instead of red rum, it says Smirnoff rum. <laughs> it says rum and coke. It says I drank your rum. It says rum and coke. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. And all the bottles are gone. And you go down to the front desk, you're like, um, I know this sounds weird, but all my clothes were arranged and color coordinated with notes about my choices and how stupid it is to wear flats. And um also, the mini bar got drank down, and it says rum and coke on my mirror in lipstick. <laughs> rum, bitches! Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, like, it says, Shantae, you stay. <laughs> oh, my God. Here, I have one for you. This is the woman <laughs> that needs that rum. Okay, I think this woman actually drank the rum. It says, um... This is a bed and breakfast in uh, in Massachusetts. Um, it's called the Longfellow's Wayside Inn. It's very quaint. God. Mm-hmm. Small bed and breakfast, beautifully restored. Rooms were clean and comfortable. Five stars. Original wood floors and ceilings. Yada, yada, yada. Okay. I was skeptical, skeptical about it being haunted. However, around 4 a.m., I did hear some soft organ music. <laughs> Sorry. Soft organ music for a few seconds. I dismissed it as a dream. Yeah, I dismissed it as a dream and went back to sleep. A colleague, this is in in, um, parentheses, who had already told me she did not believe in ghosts, who was in the room next door. She dreamed that she was floating and couldn't move or roll over. The next thing she knew, she was on the floor beside her king-size bed. Hmm. Karen's been at the bar again. (laughs) She's like, I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe in that shit. And then Mm -hmm. she's like, I heard an organ and I was floating. And the next thing I knew, I was on the floor. (laughs) I've had that same experience. (laughs) The very same experience. Mm hmm. It's really crazy how the ghost left a bottle of um, vodka next to the bed, too, Karen. <laughs> That's where the ghost wrote, rum and coke. <laughs> right. So um, I have one more from Denise from Long Island. Okay. Uh, I already like her, Denise from Long Island. She has 39 contributions. Okay. And she's writing about the Stanley. Let me make sure this is the Stanley. Yeah. She says, beautiful, relaxing, and scary all at the same time. The property has the most spectacular view of several different mountain groups. A great place to relax. Hotel is beautiful and staff is friendly. While there, I saw several rabbits on the lawn eating grass and even saw an elk walking by. Of course, the reason I went was to experience a paranormal activity. So I did choose to stay on the fourth floor. We were lucky enough to experience some paranormal activity, which was fun and scary. The door would slowly close by itself when opening and would slowly close again. The ghost's name is Lucy and is known to be playful by closing the door. No, they do not set anything like there are ghosts. That is not their style. (laughs) Of course not. The door that was closing was on a rug, so it was not like the wind could push it shut. It would start to creak and slowly move till it was closed. 
exciting. In the room when I was laying down to go to sleep, I looked at the ghost detector and it started moving to the red, indicating there was activity at the same time in the room. It was very scary, but it made me happy and I would recommend to anyone. Okay, so don't you love how she says they don't do anything that's not their style? They wouldn't set anything up, but there's a ghost detector in the room? Mm-hmm. What? And her portable altar. Right. And she's in the four corners of her witch book. Mm-mm. This has been a lot. This is like when people will it to happen. Tracy, when do, where do we go from here? I mean, the okay, stuff wait, that I you got, read we go, tonight. We go to Arizona because I got one more. This is the Hotel St. Michael, which I find ironic that the Hotel St. Michael has a ghost. This is impressive. Right. Prescott, Arizona. Let me guess. Is a child ghost a child <laughs> ghost? Wait, is it? No, 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 it's not. Uh, wait. Let me, no, 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 it's not. It's, a, it's not. It's a woman ghost from the 1800s. It says, um, this is from Misty, and Misty lives in Phoenix. And I don't um, trust Misty. I don't trust Misty. Add her name to the list. It, the title is Gorgeous Hotel, Quite Haunted. Um, it says, I stayed the... I stayed the third floor, room 325. This is important to note as unbeknownst to me at the time of check-in, it is highly haunted. I didn't know it was haunted and wasn't surprised, just wasn't prepared. My daughter and I felt quite comfortable and fell deep asleep around 11 p.m., only to wake at 2.37 a.m. with the hair standing up on the back of my neck. A heightened sense of someone or something standing in front of our bed, uh, standing in front of our door near the bed. I felt nauseous and knew something wasn't right. The ghost spoke and we both jumped. She said, hi, my name is Mary. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> Just kidding. She said, hi, my name is Mary. <laughs> I, <could> sh- <laughs> I, this I is your turn down service. <laughs> I noticed your daughter's not on your reservation, so I brought two chocolates. Here you go. (laughs) I could see she was wearing a corset and bustle-type skirt. Both my daughter and I asked her not to touch us or scare us and to leave. (laughs) It says, it took a while to fall back asleep. They fell back asleep. We both woke back up at 4.15 with the same weird feeling and nausea. This time we kept the lights on and stayed awake until daylight. We went to the front desk to inquire about our room. 325, the clerk replied. Why? Are you disappointed that you didn't have an encounter? I replied, what? Exclamation Question mark, question mark, question mark. I wasn't aware the hotel was haunted. The, the clerk confirmed it was one of the three most haunted rooms on the third floor and that there's a lady of the night from the late 1800s. She roams that area and she's been seen frequently. Good God. Yeah, that's at the a hotel. Bustle. I can I don't know. I don't know. I think these people so they stayed, they fell back asleep. First of all, when somebody shows up dressed like um Nellie Olson's mom in a bustle, <laughs> it's Hi, Mrs. I'm Olson is haunting your room. Right. Mary it's Mrs. Olson. If Mrs. Olson haunted my room, I'd be okay with that, actually, now that I think about it. 
because she was hilarious. But if it was anybody else, I'd be like, you got to get out of here. And if they didn't leave, I damn sure wouldn't fall back asleep. I'd be like, okay, pack your bags. We're out of here because Mrs. Olson's in the room. I wouldn't be like, well, <laughs> guess the ghost left. I'll just go back to sleep. Oh, wait, 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 wait. No, who goes back to sleep after they see a ghost and the ghost is like, hi, my name's Mary. You're like, don't scare us. Don't touch us. You got to leave. And she's like, okay. I mean, what did she do? Walk through the door, like, ooh. And they're like, oh, finally, let's go back to bed. Why, I mean, how, why do ghosts, I mean, I don't know. I just have a problem with the ghost being named Mary from the 1800s in Arizona. Let's, oh let's go back to 1800 in Arizona. Well, you think there was somebody named Mary wearing a bustle in Arizona in 1800? Mm-mm. I feel like the, the number, even... your number one, that the guy that saw the Japanese ghost and the guy that said, um, whoever the ghost is, it sure does know how to handle a handful of man buttocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I think that, when I think about like, just to sum up this week, I think just when you think that most travelers are normal and most people um, are pretty even keeled. This definitely reassures me that there's some real cuckoo people out there. And like priests, therapists, and witches are, are like, everyone's going to have like a, a lot of business from these people. Like some of these people really need a good therapist. Yes. Just to well, work out, just to work it out with. And I will say, I believe in ghosts. If I had. You do? A, yeah, I do. I do believe in ghosts. However, if I had a ghost experience, I wouldn't put it on TripAdvisor. I would tell my friends. I would tell my husband. Creepy, be- this, is, this is so interesting. I didn't know this about you. Yeah, I do believe in ghosts. What? So have you had an experience? Oh, <laughs> yes. I had a crazy experience. <clears throat> was it a four-year-old ghost? It was a four-year-old ghost, and it came up and said, my name is Mary. <laughs> no, I swear to God, I lived in a house at one point that was haunted. Really? Yeah, it was bananas. Yeah, it was crazy. And uh, the last, like the last night of living in that house, um, the, ho- the house caught fire and um, <laughs> we had to leave. So, yeah, it was crazy. That is insane. I never knew that. I never knew that about you. Um, can I ask you one more question? Maybe we should close with this. Because then we have to figure out, like, where do we go from here? Like, what do we, what do we look at next? I mean, we've, there's been a buttock grab. There's been um, a rat ghost. There's been Japanese ghosts. I mean, this has run the full gamut. I don't know where we go from here, but we have to sidebar on that. But my question to you is, if you were going to be a ghost and haunt a hotel, where would you haunt and what would you do? Oh, my God. That is such a good question. Oh, my gosh. Uh, would, it, would it be in Phoenix? Probably not. Would God, it be in the mountains? I think I would have to haunt um, the St. Regis in um, New York. That's my yeah. favorite hotel. I love that hotel. Mine too. I love and it, love it, love watch, it. The people watching is amazing. I mean, I was at the bar one time and Tim Gunn sat down next to me and I'm like, 
this is random. And they have that great painting uh, above the bar with, uh, I mean, it's just, they have a whole room dedicated to writing a letter. Um, I just, I love that hotel. I really do too. And they have butlers. Shout out to the St. Regis. I don't think anybody does it as good as the St. Regis, New York, in New York. It's my favorite hotel. So amazing. That's great. Okay, I, what would you I would have guessed that. Where would you haunt? Oh, I would probably, um, I would probably, um, I don't know. I think I would probably haunt a Disney hotel. Um, <laughs> just to, just to torture children. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think I would probably haunt a, um, I would probably haunt like a, Cinderella's not like real. a really, no, I would haunt like a really great luxury hotel, like, um, in New York or someplace like the, someplace like the, um, the Savoy in London, I would haunt the Savoy and I would be a British ghost and I would be like, that omelet only cost us $2 to make and you paid 30. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I would be a ghost in 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 a in an old hotel in Britain. Yeah, I could see you being that kind of ghost. We won't let Donald Trump come to see us. Ooh. Ooh. So this has been a really Ooh, really wild ride. What if you haunted ride. the White House? Oh, well, the White House is already being haunted. Newsflash. Ah, Sorry. Like, you in trouble, girl. It's, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. When I think about that, when I think about what Melania Trump must be thinking, I think about you in trouble, girl. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that ghost, that's that ghost that's in that closet again that's rearranging clothes. He's like, ooh, damn, who wears peach? You in trouble, girl. I'm going to throw this out. <laughs> he's talking to the United States. He's like, you in trouble, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I would want my ghost to kind of be, kind of be funny. Like, um, what's her name? Lonnie Love. Is that her name? <laughs> yes. Yes. Lonnie Love. Wouldn't it be hilarious? The ghost would be like, mm-mm, mm-mm. how are they going to put sky vodka in this mini bar? Oh, well, I'm going to drink it. Look, 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 look. Like, I swear, I went to bed, and the next thing I know, someone's pressing my head, and it sounded a lot like Lonnie Love drinking Sky Vodka at room temperature. Anyway. (laughs) What if they're like, you wake up, and like, half the side of your face is done up, and makeup, and then it's like a makeup tutorial? It's like, now you try the other side, Karen. That's hilarious. Karen shows up like, every week. Karen shows up. Bad choices, Karen. Or what if you wake up and like your nails are done? You've got Lee Press on nails. Mm-hmm. And like you wake up because you feel the um, the sensation of somebody ripping a Sally Hansen wax strip off your lip. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you get under the front desk and you're like, No, no, I'm serious. Somebody painted my nails avocado green and i woke up because they stripped my lip of sally hansen strip next to my bed i'm not lying i'm telling you the truth and you're standing in like you're standing in like two high heels and you're a grown man and they're like okay sir we're gonna send security up okay just sit tight just sit tight oh my god that's so funny (laughs) 
Oh my god! You're like, I'm like, like I'm dead serious. I need to speak to a manager. Like I woke up and like, why would I lie about this? I'm 47 year old man. I have my kids in the room, and they're like, "But sir, you're in, you're in some lucite heels. You're in some lucite heels. These are not my the shoes. Ghost. The ghost did it. The ghost did it. Shit. <laughs> the ghost did it, sir. <laughs> you wake up and drag. <laughs> no, you wake up in like really bad drag. Like you wake up in like a crimped, a crimped wig, like an out of the bag Halloween wig from like <laughs> the tag the, still on the it. Halloween store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look, you like wake up in a white snake wig with um, I don't know, a bloody nose and some really bad painted nails. <laughs> oh my god! Too this fun, fun. Too much fun. Hilarious. Hotel. It really has. I don't know. I don't know where to go from here. Okay. Well, we'll you're just gonna have to. You're gonna have to brainstorm about it and think about it and let me know. But current current situation. We have some fun guests. I'm gonna gonna sleep with a crucifix tonight, just in case there's a four year old ghost that's gonna hum in my ear. Well, I am leaving to go to Mexico, and I'm gonna bring my travel altar. Yeah, you definitely should. don't use don't use the internet. If you need to use the internet, just call me and I can look something up for you. Oh gosh, that's great. Thank you. And um, are you also a librarian? Yeah, I am. And um, if you need any um, if you need any information on where you're traveling, just just call me. Let me know. <laughs> you guys have you guys have fun, and we'll um uh, we'll 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 uh, definitely catch up soon with more stories. Um, just tell me what you want to do, and we can. We can bring more to life on Tales from TripAdvisor. That's right. Or if anybody has um, an idea of your hometown or um, your favorite hotel story, we want to hear from you. So, www. Also, want to hear from you. Hotel www.dragghost.com. Yes. <laughs> yes. If you have been sodomized by a ghost, we want to hear from you. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Have a good week.